0: it's Brandy Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate and inspire you to take your business to the next level. welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's interview with you. I had the pleasure in interviewing Jennifer Hill. Jennifer is the owner of Hilltop Services. She's a virtual assistant. She has a virtual assistant services where she offers administrative assistance with, you know, businesses for small business owners. And I really enjoy speaking with her because I understand as a solopreneur myself, how it can be hard to delegate things and then figure out how to hire people. And maybe you think you can't afford it. And maybe as a small business, you can't afford to hire a full team but it may be time to hire someone to help you with those small tasks that the owner doesn't necessarily need to be doing. So I think it's a great thing that she does is a great service that she offers and we had an awesome conversation. Here's a little bit of Jennifer's bio. Jennifer Hill is a native Detroiter and graduate of Wayne State University. She has over 10 years of professional administrative as an executive assistant with a degree in business development and human resources. Motivating by Business Success and dedicated to helping business owners with all of their administrative, organizational, communication, and time management needs. Jennifer cultivated important core skills in her previous work experience. She has helped marketing and business managers, CEOs, business consultants, and numerous of entrepreneurs. As a VA, she has worked with overwhelmed business owners to help them with their administrative needs. Her services can give business leaders more time to focus on product productivity, optimize their operations, and expand their businesses. I think you're going to enjoy this interview I had with Jennifer, and here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor, and we have an awesome guest today, Jennifer Hill. Welcome, Jennifer. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. So, Jennifer, tell before we get into all the awesome things that you do with your business, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell me something about yourself that most people would not know.
1: <laughs> I do not like talking about myself too. Um, like, I, so I used to be in modeling, professional model for several years ago. Um, did a lot of commercial and print. Traveled around the world. Did magazines for Essence and Ebony, Fashion Fair. So what, really, yeah, I definitely had a great run in the modeling industry, and it kind of went wayward when I decided I wanted to do something totally different than you know what I'm doing now. <laughs>
0: awesome so you uh so you were in some big publications with your modeling career Um, i was mm -hmm. wow. wow. and is that something you always wanted to do growing up was to be a model or i
1: did i did i used to love like beverly johnson and Naomi campbell and you know also my mother was a model when she was in her teens growing up as well so it, it was something i felt like was in my blood And I just really took to the arts and the creativity and I ran with it. And I had such great experience meeting so many people and just doing a lot of great things. A lot of hard work for sure. So it allowed me to expand and go beyond I ever thought. But then when I came back home, you know, I decided that I would love to be a buyer So I wanted to kind of be more behind the scenes of the fashion world because I love fashion. I still do love fashion. It is my first love. So, so describe what being a buyer looks like, like buyer for like, what for
0: fashion or
1: clothing or Mm -hmm. for clothing. Yep. So at the time I was um, with Neiman Marcus and I wanted to attend their program and do buying for them. And I actually worked there right after I got out of college and The thing about with Neiman is you had to move down to their um, regional office to participate in their program. But at the time, I wasn't ready to move and leave home yet, and it was just a huge commitment. So I ended up staying there, and I utilized my degree in the business operations, and I just did more of the management side at Neiman Marcus. So I still was in the industry. I was still able to be a part of the culture just a different way than what I pictured myself being in. So that's where I did a lot of the hands-on and executive and the planning, et cetera. So
0: So you must've had a passion for Did you discover that you had a passion for those things while you were working there in that management role?
1: I did. And I think I've always just been that type of person though. I've always been that type of just take lead, take action, and it's just always been in my personality. So it gravitated and it showed up in, you know, different aspects of being in the fashion industry. So after the modeling, I just wanted to more of a, to take the more business operational side of it and still find a way to mirror and be in that culture. And then it went, other, and then it went another way mm, I Started my business. <laughs> is life like that
0: sometimes? <laughs>
1: yes. Like you think so, you have a uh, one way and it turns out something totally different.
0: Right. Right. So linking up to that, like, so you, you, uh, have a background, you went to college for, was it, it business consulting and, um, was it business management, business management and human really resources. resources. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and so, um, and where did you, outside of college, did you start working within that, um,
1: in that field? Oh yeah. I had so many, I had so many good experiences being just an executive assistant, just putting myself through school and even after um, college, just working with a lot of entrepreneurs, whether it was in the life insurance, real estate, um, small business owners. And I really just took to them. I gravitated towards their work ethic and just how they got things done. And It just allowed me to see both sides of the coins of owning a business and what it requires to run a business. So I did get the experience going through college and even after college.
0: (laughs) So how do you... I'm curious, how do you package your experience? Because you have you have this HR, business, and executive experience, and you mm-hmm. work with different companies and management roles. Mm-hmm. But now you have the Hilltop Services, where you um, are a virtual assistant, and you have other people that work with you, and you help business owners. How did you go from uh, how did you take your talents and gifts and the things that you learned and create a niche business like you've done?
1: You know, it was funny because when any project will come my way, whether it was with my friends or family, they will always come to me and say, Jim, we need your help. And like I said, I'm a take charge type of person. And I would just automatically go into management mode. And it's kind of one of those things where you have to lay everything out and figure out the priority. And sometimes as entrepreneurs, they have so much on their plate. It's hard for them just to be laser focused on what's needed. And I've always been that type of person where um, I'm able to assist and help from that perspective to keep order in organization. And as easy as that may sound, it's a whole different beast when you're running your business. And I was just able to package that by meeting with individuals and seeing their needs, seeing where they're having their weakness, which tends to be my strength of giving them the organization giving them automation and services, giving them um, day-to-day admin to just keep them, to run their business smooth so they can focus on, you know, the major things that they need to continue to keep their business going. And the more and more I would do that, the more and more I saw like, oh my goodness, this is definitely a niche I can really, you know, package and give to other entrepreneurs who need this assistance because this brings great value. I mean, who wouldn't want to have somebody assisting them to run their business. And granted, you know, it is sometimes it can be a little daunting for owners because it's like, it's their baby. So they're trying to give trust. But once I gain their trust and they see the value that I give them, you know, it's, it's smooth sailing from there because it just takes off so much pressure and stress that they have to deal on a day-to-day basis that I'm saying, Hey, as me, as your executive virtual assistant, I can do these things for you, and it be the little things too. But those little details add up on a day to day basis too.
0: Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times when you're operating your craft, if you got to send every email, answer yeah, the email, mm-hmm. set every appointment, in addition to. Whether you're a hairstylist, a makeup artist, or whatever you may do, mm-hmm. any type of business really, um, it takes away from the craft itself, from what you're really passionate about, for what exactly. you're really good at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, but how have you been able to gain the trust of some people? Because I've talked to people and I've like said, well, maybe you need to hire somebody, and they're mm-hmm. like, well, I'll be, I, how do, what do I let them take over? What, what's the best way to go about hiring someone like you to help with your
1: I say start small. Um, A lot of people, I think they overthink it. And they think like you have to give us these big to-do projects. And eventually it adds up to something like that. But, you know, I always say start small. Like delegate the little tasks, whether it's just your calendar management, whether it's your email management, um, whether it's your billing or your customer service inquiries. Those are the things that you definitely want to make sure you have a handle on. Because we all know business is really 90% customer service. So I always say, start something within the customer service that you know you wanna constantly have some consistency to. And you wanna make sure that you're giving your 100% because it is representing your business. So if you start there, and then as we build and grow the relationship, the trust becomes stronger. And then you're like, okay, I understand it. We find our rhythm and then we start to delegate more, and then we build out from there. And that's just really how I work with my clients. So I start small and I help them build. So, you know, in the next couple of months, we already have a system of this is what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, and it's allowing them to focus on, you know, major other things too that they need to do. So I would say virtual assistant is something I've been hearing in
0: the last more recent years, maybe the last Mm -hmm. five or six years. I hadn't really been hearing about it a lot before. So I just want to make sure um, people understand um, what exactly the type of services that uh, someone like you could offer.
1: So virtual assistant is really just working remotely. um, And you're assisting that entrepreneur, that small business owner, um, And it could be anybody, any business that you have that you need assistance. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have several businesses. I mean, you could be a makeup artist, a hairstylist, and you just need help with certain things that's um, on your plate that you know that you can't always dedicate your time to. And what we do as a VA, we work remotely, and we help you by creating systems, getting you organized, and being that person behind the scenes of your business on a day-to-day basis. And it's a very, it's a win-win situation. Um, I think it's a great investment for a person to have a virtual assistant because, like you mentioned, Brandy, you guys, you can't wear all the hats. So at some point you have to delegate the task down the line so you can continue to be successful at what you do at your craft. I absolutely
0: agree. And, um, and I like your advice, too, about starting small, mm-hmm. because I think um, it, it it was hard for me. I, I had to hire someone to help me <laughs> with a lot of these things with these events, and it was hard for me to give up, like, certain things, I guess, because... I didn't feel, I feel like, you know, it would be done the way I would want it done or I was exactly. afraid mm-hmm. of how they would handle the job, yep. but you have to learn to let that go. And if they're capable of getting it done and long as the job is done,
1: mm-hmm. it may
0: not be done a hundred percent the way you would do it, but you can't do everything
1: in your business. No, you can't. And you're so funny with that because that is so true. Like even just me as me hiring other VAs to assist me with my clients, I even have to say, Jen, they can't do it the way you do it. So you just have to be so open-minded and you have to just be willing to be understandable and patient. And sometimes they may show you something that you don't know or you may learn. So being open-minded, starting small, delegating a task, I think is key to building a great relationship with your virtual assistant.
0: Yeah, I absolutely Mm -hmm. agree with that. So, um, in so how, so you have several people that work under you. Um,
1: how long has your, uh, how long have you been in business and tell us a little bit about it? Sure. So Hilltop Services is after my last name, Jennifer Hill. Um, I've been in business for two years now. I do have a couple of VAs that I do work with, uh, work, that collaborate with me when I do need assistance. Sometimes a lot of my clients Somehow their schedule teams can run when they have small projects going on. So if I need to outsource or help, whether it's with graphics, whether it's social social media management, content writing, I do have other VAs that help me with that. Um, It is a team. It takes a team. I can't do it all by myself. And I'm just grateful that I've had the opportunity to build clientele that has allowed me and trust me to help them with their business. Um, I've worked a lot in the beauty industry. I have a lot of clients in the beauty industry, but also I do have clients that are not in the beauty industry. And that's the beautiful thing about being a VA. It allows you to work with so many different people in different environments that you would never be able to you know, work with you know, one-on-one. So it's like a mixing bowl for me. And it's a great opportunity. And I just, I really enjoy what I do.
0: The Overworked Beauty Professional Seminar is back. We're calling all hairstylists makeup artists, salon and suite owners, barbers, estheticians, nail techs, and students. If you missed the first class, we are bringing it back Monday, December 9th, 2019. With the new year fastly approaching, let's discuss some new tools and strategies that will help you take your business to the next level in 2020. The Overworked Beauty Professional Seminar is to bring awareness, enlightenment, education, and solutions to beauty professionals everywhere who struggle with staying in the cycle of being overworked, underpaid, and allowed lack of business acumen, and structure. This impactful class will empower, motivate, and give you the tools to position your business strategies so that you can secure the bag. To register, go to prettygirl.studio. That's www.prettygirl.studio and click event. We hope to see you there. But so it's interesting, like, so you go, you go from being this supermodel in magazines, and now you're <laughs> in the business, corporate world, helping businesses. But I think it's a great thing, because the services that you offer are needed.
1: Mm-hmm. I definitely
0: yeah. feel they're needed, and more and more people need to become aware of the type of services that you offer, because I'm constantly meeting people who still think they have to do everything.
1: <laughs> you no, know? That, and that is such a misconception, <laughs> but... um, you know, I just, I truly enjoy being a service to people. It's something that I think was gifted and it just allowed me to package it into a way that brings value to a lot of um, business owners who need this help. And once they see it and they get it and they start to see the value, it's like, uh, Brandy, it's so funny, like their eyes are just wide open, like, oh my God, where have you been? And I'm like, we've been around. Well, I think like you mentioned before, I think it's just about trusting um, understanding, delegating, and not overthinking it. So starting small, I cannot stress that. Just start small with one task. Maybe it's just one, like having somebody work for you for a month, just doing little things until you can find that rhythm between you and your VA and see what works best for you and see how that person is helping you take the load off. Um, and it's, it is funny. I went from being in, in the camera and, and now I love being behind the scenes because people are like, who... Like, who is this VA that you have uh, helping you? And it's like, I'm here working from home, helping Mm -hmm. people, businesses.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I think, you know, it's a testament to, to how you can take your skills Mm -hmm. and something that you're good at, that people come to you for and Mm -hmm. create a business. And I think that's something that, um, you know, other people can look at as well. There may be things that they're good at that, uh, a lot of people come to them for already. And it's their natural gifts and talents that they can u- utilize to help other people. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's great that you, you know, uh, you're helping these business owners and I, uh, another thing people may think that it's mm-hmm. very expensive to hire someone to help. I think that might be a thing too, cause they just don't really know. So That's let's, true. Talk, let's talk about that. You don't have to give, you know, specific prices, but um, you know, uh, is that something that can be affordable for the average business owner to hire, like a virtual assistant?
1: Well, then again, and I think I mean that's a port, um, important question, a great question because I think a lot of people shy away from that because they're like, "Oh my God, this person is too expensive." And I think you have to have that conversation with yourself and say, um, "Is it worth investing in my business?" And if at, let's just say you are a startup business and you don't have that that money to support it, then again, start small, start with a a small task. There are VAs who are affordable. There are VAs who have packages. There are VAs who can help you or just do project based. So maybe they can't be a consistent retainer fee, but then they can help you, you know, maybe one time in the fall, one time in the summer. There's just so many ways. And I just think that you owe it to yourself as a business owner to, to research and just find out what, what works best for you and your budget and see how you can do fit that uh, VAM because it is a great asset. Um, Anytime something gives you organization, anytime something helps your business run fluidly with customer service, it's doing your business a service. So I think it's just worth investigating, seeing what works for you at the time, see what they can do for you. And if you still can't afford it, just wait then. But have that in mind that maybe I can't do it in quarter one, but this is something I'm going to work for so I can have it in quarter two or quarter three. And maybe, you know, work it out from that perspective. So it's just really just trying to find what works best for you in your budget. But there are affordable ways and there are things that we can do. I mean, that's with anything in life. Like you have to make an investment in those type of things that are so important that will give back to your business 100%.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. Because I think in the long run, if you could take some things off of your plate that will allow Mm -hmm. you to focus on your craft more, then you would be able to bring in more funds to afford that.
1: Exactly, exactly. So um, it's worth getting your foundation uh, right and running right. And it's going to, you're really going to reap the benefits, you know, going long term. So those are the type of things you got to have a mindset of thinking long term goals
0: hmm Yeah. I think that's great. So do you have a virtual assistant?
1: I do. I do. Oh, okay. And I actually need another one. I really do. Um, <laughs> I am looking for another VA, but I do have a virtual assistant and they come on project-based. So I, I totally understand about budget, you know, still being a new, fairly new company. You know, there's things that I have to weigh out, but I know that when I need the help, I buckle down, Brandy, and I'm just like, okay, I need the help. My clients need this, and you know, I make it work. So I can speak from experience when I tell entrepreneurs there, there is a way. We just have to be very strategic about it, and you know, at the end, we all win, the business and the VA. So it's a win-win situation.
0: I think it's awesome. So how do you, as an entrepreneur and you're doing your business, how do you stay motivated?
1: Oh, how do I say motivated just to keep going? Um, mm-hmm. I remember my why. I understand my value and the service that I bring. I stand behind it and I just, I keep at it. There are days that get, there are days that I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I get tired. But then I have a client or two that reminds me of them being appreciative of helping them. And that just does a lot for me. It just kind of confirms like, okay, I am on the right path. So just, you know, being around positive people, continue to remember your why, being consistent, um, be honest with yourself. There are going to be days that you're just, you're going to question it, but you got to keep moving. You got to keep pushing because, you know, like you said, it's the gifts that we have within us that's already for us. So we just got to keep working at it and working at it. And it does give back. It gives back in so many ways. And when my clients let me know, that just makes me feel good within. That's
0: awesome. Awesome. So how do you define success?
1: Success for me is seeing that value and seeing it being appreciative by others. And that is success to me. So my value and uh, and having other people appreciate it and really see it for what it is. I, that's, that's really successful to me. Then that lets me know my, um my work is complete. My job is done. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing what I I'm called to do. So, like I said, I had my idea of what I wanted to do <laughs> mm-hmm. and it so went down a different um pipeline, but it's all good because I really enjoy what I do and I'm, I'm very passionate and I'm very grateful for every opportunity that God has blessed me with. So that is successful to me. Awesome. What
0: are you excited about right now?
1: I'm excited about expanding Hilltop. It definitely is growing. I have a lot of things um, in the works right now that are coming. So just keep an eye out on me, but I'm excited for what's to come. Um, I'm also excited that I'm, I'm looking to expand my team. You know, because I want these ladies and gentlemen to be just as successful, if not more. You know, I couldn't be what I am today without those who are helping or collaborating with me, you know, and working my dream and my gift. And I hope that I'm able to do that back to them. So that's something that really fills me with joy as well.
0: Great. So what is your, your virtual assistant? So I know you have a lot of software, different tools that you use.
1: Mm-hmm. What's your
0: favorite business tool to use?
1: No. Mm-hmm. I like a good CRM right now. I'm using a Ninja that helps me in Trello. So those are two boards that allows me to visually have everything organized for me and my team. to you know, reference to, but I'm going to tell you, Brandy, I'm also old school too. I love good old fashioned, um, calendar and pen and paper. Like I still write everything because everything is so, you know, technical. (laughs) And one thing, a pitfall for VAs, we can get overwhelmed because there's so much, so many programs out here every month, there's something out coming new. So you really have to be careful with that because you can go on overload. Mm -hmm. So, so just a good CRM. And I'm telling you a calendar is good for me.
0: Yep. That's it. I I like I have to have it all in my phone <laughs> because I have my phone with me all the time. So I don't know. I bought this planner in the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and I mean I might. It has note sections, so I wrote like in the journal sections and in the note sections. But the calendar part is empty now. I know we just started; <laughs> it's a new month, but the calendar part is empty.
1: Some <laughs> people can't do it. My phone calendar. It's oh, it's cool. cool. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I have to have a balance because I'm constantly online. I'm constantly on the computer. I'm constantly on a phone. So I think I like that balance. I think I like that reverting back to old school pen and paper in a calendar <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good so i okay so tell me this are you with books that you read do you prefer like the hard copy or do you do
1: audiobooks or do you like do you Ooh. like the tablet which one Mm-mm. do you like jennifer is so old school still to this day i like a good book i love the library so you can catch me there weekly and i love to have a book in my hand. I love to write in a book. I like to do rabbit ears. I love to re- <laughs> re- reference back to it again. I can't, because I think maybe cause I'm always online working. I just, I need to give my eyes a rest from that, from that standpoint. I get it.
0: So what's yeah. your favorite book?
1: So right now I'm reading Overcom- overcoming the five dysfunctions of a team. And I really like this book. It's by Patrick. Um, Lacenio. I think I just totally messed up his last name. <laughs>
0: Forgive me. I haven't heard of that one.
1: Yeah, but it's a great book. Um, it's a great eye opener, especially for us team leaders, us management, um, even for just any business. I even think even for your home, don't think that it's just all about business because it really allows you to apply it in all different areas of your life or where you're called to lead and to serve. And It's a great eye opener. It definitely breaks things down on a logic basis. It allows you to be vulnerable, allows you to, to think from a selfless standpoint. And, you know, that's one thing I'm always trying to make sure that I'm putting my team's needs first and I'm understanding and just thinking from a different perspective. So it's a really good read. I've read it twice over again and I always find myself reverting back to it so I can plan and go back to it when I'm, you know, having meetings with my team on a monthly basis. Awesome. I'll have to check that one out. Mm-hmm. The five dysfunctions of a team.
0: Awesome. I definitely, because we all have it.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. I definitely be looking into that one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's been absolute pleasure speaking with you today, Jennifer. Now, if someone, if, thanks. if someone wanted to connect with you, hire you how would they reach you can you give us all your your handles and everything
1: yeah sure so i do have a website the Hilltopservices.com. and i also have a instagram social media and facebook page and it's the hilltop services so all one word instagram facebook and my website and on the website if you want to book a consultation Um, I do have my calendar on there you just hit book a consultation and we'll have a 15 minute onboarding and just talk about what's going on in your business it allows me just to hear what's going on what you need assistance with and what you're looking to do and then it helps us better see how Hilltop Services can help you
0: great great I'll leave all of that information in the show notes do you have anything else coming up or anything you want to share with us before we go Jennifer?
1: No, just, you know, please follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Please visit my website. Like I said, I have amazing things going on as far as expanding my business. I'm also looking for another VA. So spread this if you know of any. And the beautiful thing about this, I will say, um, you never know what talents you have. And sometimes the ladies I or the gentlemen I work with, you know, if you're just a great organizer, if you just have a a can-do attitude, like anything is possible within this virtual assistant world. So I'm always looking to connect with other people, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a college student, part-time, to see how I can help and how you can help me. So make sure you put that out there. Just if you know anybody, refer them to me.
0: great great jennifer hill everybody definitely connect with her um i know for i've seen her in action and i think she's great at what she does Thank
1: you. Thank you. <laughs> so definitely connect with her and thanks so much for being on the podcast today jennifer i appreciate it thank you so much brandy for the opportunity and you have a good one you too
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also, email us at bb network at gmail.com you can also connect with me on instagram at i am brandy taylor and at exquisite looks we're also on facebook and twitter at exquisite looks and you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com i really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon remember that all things are possible if you only believe stay great